Hey, Forging Fury family, welcome to 2020. This is Michael and Riley coming at you. We've got some big plans for 2020 for the podcast. I know you've got big plans for your lives. We've oh, got yeah. big plans for ours. Riley, what are we doing? We have launched a Patreon page, patreon.com slash Forging Fury. And what is that going to do? It's going to give you an opportunity to join our Forging Fury family. Support what we're doing. You know, you love this podcast. We love it. You want to be on our team? You want to be on the Forging Fury family? Kind of hop on patreon.com slash Forging Fury and, and join our sticker gang. What's going on with the sticker gang? That's right. Sticker club, man. We have sticker gang, sticker club, whatever you want to call it. We've created, for some reason, for two guys with faces for radio, we decided to create stickers with our heads on it. So we got bobblehead stickers um, that we're making available. You can put them on your cups, your computers. Anywhere, really your spouses, whatever. Yeah. So what that's going to do, that sticker is going to kind of be kind of a token of our gratitude for you helping us out. We are in a position where this podcast is just taking off. We've not even been a year in and it's going to take us to a whole nother level. Yep. Dive into that a little bit more, Michael. Yeah, we have lots of plans for 2020. We uh, we want to expand uh, the content we're bringing to you. We may get into some video content, uh, more drop-ins mm-hmm. at other gyms. We'd yep. like to do some traveling outside the state of Arizona, if possible, and just kind of spread our message to more people and just hear more stories. 2020, you guys, come support us. Be a part of our team. Forging Fury is uh, was welcoming all team members. That's right. Go to patreon.com slash Forging Fury to yeah. join the sticker club. Hell yeah. Love you guys. Mean it. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening. See, I put the lips on the cheek, man. You're not supposed to do that. To the Forging Fury. Forging Fury, Forging Fury podcast. I, I know what this means. Yeah, yeah. You're going to fill me up? What's going on, sweet people? This is Coach Riley. We're coming from you live from the AZOPT studios. Again, if you're a CrossFitter, have any na- uh, nagging pains, injuries, they have locations all over the valley. But I'm sitting here with this gorgeous man, Michael Gray. What's going on? Hey, glad to be here, as yeah. always. What an intro, right? That is an intro, good intro, <laughs> but they're not just in the valley. They're also in Prescott. Boom, that's why I got them here. Yeah, you can go to azopt.net to find uh, find out their locations. And they also have a kid's place, which is like physical therapy they do for kids of all different... Uh, they do it all, man. They do it all. So if you, <laughs> whether it's you that's injured or you need some therapy for your kids, check yeah, them out. Azopt.net. Yes. Yeah, so today on our episode, we're actually going to inform you and then we have a very special guest on the podcast, but we're going to be talking about our Spark program. So for a Forging Fury Spark program is what we're calling it, yeah? That's right. It's a new program we're rolling out in 2020, something we're very excited about. It's just a way for us to kind of be out in the community a little bit more. Yeah. We want to make an impact on people. We want to share this same love we have for CrossFit with every everyone or new people that want to join in. So yeah. So what we did is we decided we're going to take somebody from the community and we started with the Fury community because we're the closest to that, who number one has never done CrossFit before, but is interested in making a life change and, uh, you know, making a change for the better in their life. Yeah. So tell them who we got in studio today. So what we've done is we've brought in our first Forging Fury Spark participant. His name is Tim Kilmer. Tim, welcome to the show. Tim. Hi. (laughs) Tim is actually uh, one of, um, like I said, our first Spark member. Um, Tim has been at the gym for about a month now. Six started on December 16th. He was so dedicated. He got it to it before the holidays, which I love. Um, Tim, tell us about your experiences so far at CrossFit Fury. It's been fun. Yeah. Um, fun, yeah. fun, or like painful like, fun? Yeah, right. Uh, painful fun, mostly. Yeah. Uh, the, In the best way possible, yeah. The first night, uh, Michael met me up there, and we took a class with you, Riley. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he kind of walked me through some stuff, and uh, it went pretty smooth. And you've never done CrossFit before? Never so really this, gone to the gym before. Really? Okay. So were you were you a little bit intimidated by CrossFit, like looking from the outside in? Not, I don't know. It doesn't necessarily intimidate me. Mm. I was just excited about the um, like the community aspect and mm. the classes. I'm not the kind of guy that can walk into a gym and put my headphones on and run on a treadmill for yeah. Two he's hours. like us. He's like us. That's, he's a talker. Yes. So since you've been here for a month, like you've taken some classes from me, you've taken some classes from Kelly. What has been your favorite thing or like favorite part of the workout so far? What do you enjoy the most? What do you hate the most? Hate the most is running for, for <laughs> sure. Right. So I'm also on that list. I do not like running. Ditto. Yeah. So all three, three for three hate running. I pretty much only ran one time out there and it was like to the fire hydrant. Back. Well, maybe that's a goal in the future. Actually, we get twice, to running. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I have a friend. One of the things that got me excited about starting to do this is I have a friend that ran a mile every day last year. Wow. And I was like, that would be a sweet goal. That's, 2021. that's intense. Yeah. That's a lot of miles. Okay. So Tim, why don't you talk? Hold on. He didn't say his favorite part yet. Oh, He's no. like, oh man, I, it's so hard choosing between yeah, all my favorite things. Now pick your favorite part. I, yeah. I really like lifting stuff, but I haven't done a whole lot of it okay. either. So once we actually put some weight on there, I might not like it quite you, as much. Well, yeah, you're <laughs> excited to learn. Right. Yeah. So I feel like that's a huge thing in, in Tim's personality that I get is that he has enthusiasm to learn these new things. Yeah. Right. What what lift do you like so far? Like, I know you haven't done them all, but. <laughs> I've really only done a couple. Um, we did like a front squat. Front squat, no, you push press, I think. Yeah, push press, push um, jerk. We've something done those. overhead. Those are good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that one was weird. I can't really get my arms down to my chest very mm. well, so it's kind of so weird. So that front rack position needs some work. Yeah. But that's pretty much everyone, dude. I almost quit cross it because I couldn't do that. Couldn't yeah, I thought there. my wrist was going to break. But then, let, Spoiler alert, guys. Your wrist won't break. No. Then there was the one class I asked you if I should cross my arms when I was doing a press, and you were like, how are you going to press it up if your arms oh, are that was, crossed? Oh, that was a front squat. <laughs> oh, no, 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 yeah. That was a, I was like, how are you going to press it if your hands are across your chest? Yeah, that Kelly, was funny. Kelly had told me on a front squat to do that, mm-hmm. and then I asked him if I should do it on a press, and she was oh, like, yeah. how are you going to do that? <laughs> press it up like this. You're like, I didn't think that through. <laughs> but Tim is also really good about asking questions. If he needs something, he'll ask me, which like I encourage all of our members to do. Yeah, and what I, what I love about Tim, too, is he didn't just come in and start doing this Spark program with us he brought his wife in yeah. also which i think is cool and his whole family he's got a, a family of four that's right and they are all characters i've been family of six a family of six four oh, kids four, four kids. kids well yeah. yeah family of four with four kids maybe i didn't say that right but <laughs> he's got four kids that come in and i kind of i'm the guy that talks to the kids at the gym so i'm like kind of grilling them and like trying to see who's the personality one like they're all they're all pretty funny kids they're oh, all yeah. smiling and very happy so that's good that's good they don't hate the gym yet <laughs> yeah. so that's good Tim, talk about why you decided when we approached you with this idea of, of uh, kind of coming in and being part of your journey into CrossFit for the first time. What's something that made you want to try it and where do you want to go? Um, definitely, like I said, the community aspect um, was the biggest reason I wanted to get involved with CrossFit specifically. Uh, stuff changed about myself. I mean, I'm basically, I'm 5'7", 350. I am a truck driver. Um, we just moved down to Arizona a year and a half ago, okay. and uh, when we moved down here, before we moved down here, we were in Seattle, and I was doing, like, a lot more daily delivery stuff where I was pushing big pallets around, and I was actually moving. Mm-hmm. Moved down here, I'm driving four hours at a time, turn around, drive back. So I put 75 pounds on just from the time we got down here. Wow. And so I was just like, this has got to change. Like, so your work is sedentary, and you just need something when you're not at work that's keeping you active. Yeah, Definitely. 
We want to. Can I dive into life as a truck driver real quick? Yeah, because that's super interesting. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not necessarily over the road. I did that for a year. But oh, okay. Are you on the road now? No. I mean, so I I did that for a year when I first got my CDL okay. ten years ago. Oh wow. Um, it was that. It was fun at the time. I was single. I didn't have mm-hmm. uh, anybody. I just sold my car, got rid of my apartment, moved out in the truck on my own. That's awesome. Um, and then my wife and I, we had met at school, but then we started talking again when I was driving on the truck. So. I took all my time off down here. Mm. We got married. She came on the truck with me. Nice. And uh, yeah, try coming into a, a family and telling them you're going to take their 20 year old daughter and you're going to move into a truck. <laughs> wow. Well, I, that, that didn't go too great. I have the most gracious in-laws in the world. Wow, man. Um, you may be the only person to say that. <laughs> but I think it'd be fun to travel with your wife. Maybe. It was, it was fun for a month until we got pregnant. Oh, and, wow. And then, it, <laughs> and then it was just and kid, 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 kid. Things close have quarters. to change. Hey, when yeah. you're all in a truck, there's only so many things to do, brother. <laughs> that's a moving violation i'm pretty sure (laughs) so like at one time how long are you in the truck like usually our farthest right now is vegas so we'll be five hours there get out there's a bathroom all that kind of stuff and then five hours back so as the life of a truck driver tim has informed us he he's had plenty of time on the road so how kind of tim came to us and we kind of connected was that he listened he found the podcast through our website so he'd listened to the Forging Fury podcast before he was even in Fury. And so he may be our most avid listener because exactly. I think he's heard every single episode. Uh, yes. I don't even know if my wife's heard every single episode. I've definitely heard every single episode. <laughs> I, the ones that involve people from the gym, I probably heard twice. Oh, nice. Just oh. out of sheer boredom. So, okay. And this is, you, there's no wrong answer. Who has been your favorite guest we've had on? Oh, who who I, did, or who did you enjoy the most? I know her first name was Hannah. The first Hannah Will, the first one. Yeah, a lot of people say that. Um, OG, very yeah. motivational. That was actually our first interview. Oh yeah, yeah. Ever. I remember it was the first one, and she made it easy for us, didn't oh, she? Dude, she knocked it out of the park. Hope she's doing well. Yeah, shout out to Hannah if you hear this. Yeah. Another one I liked a lot was Tracy. Mm. Uh, my wife had and I both, or we've had our kid. All of our kids have been with them, well, except for our daughter, the heart surgery. Mm-hmm. The rest of them. I've been with the midwife oh, um, wow. at a birthing center, and so nice. Yeah, I was really so yeah. Tracy's a big a episode too. Have you? Did you meet Tracy? I've met, I've met she, her. My wife hasn't yet. Oh, okay. Because she was she was our coach last Saturday. Yeah, I met. One, yeah, okay. I met her Saturday when we were doing when Tracy's your parents a were sweet here. Lady, yeah, we love that lady. Yeah, we probably need to bring her back. How did your parents like it? By the way, they oh, liked yeah. it. Yeah, they were going to try to come back on on Monday, but they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I met Michael's parents and officially understood Michael a little bit more. I was like, man, these people are so damn sweet. Yeah, they're nice people. Oh, I wasn't supposed to curse. His mom told me that I can't curse on the podcast <laughs> And anymore. you were talking about her and you cursed. Oh, dang it. I mean, damn it. I mean, dang it. Sorry, mom. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I did say you're a really sweet lady. And her name is Dixie. You, Dixie. You ever met a Dixie you didn't like? Not, not at all. Never. Mm-hmm. I, I maybe I've only met one, one Dixie. So There you go. Nice. Um, so Tim, you enjoyed Hannah. You enjoyed, um, what did you think about, um, the booty shorts episode? <laughs> yeah, did you come in ready to see booty shorts yeah, everywhere? Did yeah. you think that that was going to be what you walked into? <laughs> That's kind of what I was wondering what it was going to be like when I come in, but yeah. Well, you haven't there, spent the summer here yet. Yeah, just exactly. yeah that's what, without the AC, I'll bet that gets kind of wild. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's only been one workout so far that's been bad enough that I felt like taking my shirt off. Oh, they're they're I can see more in the future. They're, yeah, they're especially once the summer gets. It's here. coming. Well, if you come during the nighttime, I mean, it's bad, but it's not as bad. Like three and four o'clock, those three thirty, four thirty classes, like that's dangerous. Like yeah. I'm like, okay, we can't go run outside. We have to stay on the rowers because it is intense. I'm a six a.m. or in the summer for sure. Mm, you got to get it done when the sun's not out. But I miss the, the the sun at this point, man. It's been too cold. 
Enjoy it while you can. No, dude. Because the sun's I, coming. I want that 115, 120 life. It's coming. I want to be golden brown. My skin hasn't seen the light of day. Kelly but, was doing her 9 a.m. class in like full sweats the oh, other yeah. day because she was so cold. Kelly, I, Kelly will be cold pretty, pretty much through June, I think. <laughs> <laughs> she said that it, it was up to her to be 115 every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's a weirdo. Well, I, in between classes, I'm like, uh, in the middle of the day, it's pretty good weather. And I'm like taking my shirt off, taking my socks off, pulling my shorts up a little bit, trying to get some sun. It's been too cold, man. Yeah. After the holidays, I'm like, screw cold weather. Like, I don't, there's no need for you, like, after the it, holidays. It was nine degrees when I drove through Flagstaff last night. Wow. <laughs> nope. That's I don't rough. like it. I didn't open the window, clearly. So, Tim, let's dive into a little bit of kind of your family history. You were speaking on it a little bit earlier. What made you want to make a change? Um, well, lots of things. I, so my, my whole life, not really a whole life, I guess junior high up, mm-hmm. I've been kind of heavy. And then, you know, doing truck driving obviously didn't help. And then moving here and getting even more. But biggest thing was 10 years ago, my uh, mom died suddenly. Mm. It was, uh, they diagnosed it as uh, some kind of heart condition, but she was 400 pounds and five foot. So it would have to do something with that too, obviously. And at the time, I made a lot of changes in my life, spiritual changes. I went back to school. I got out of a roommate situation I didn't need to be in. Boom, I met my wife four kids later. All of a sudden, it's a decade later, and I, the one thing that kills her is the one thing that I haven't addressed. Mm. That's deep, man. Yeah. And so now, now with the four kids you've got, you don't want to leave them in the same situation, so you're working now to make that change. Yeah. And you know what? It, what I love about you coming into this is people will look at CrossFit and be like, well, I know I need to make change, but that's for people who are super in shape. Yeah, that's for and, super athletes. Yeah, yeah. and. I mean, have you felt like, oh, there's nothing here for me? Or have you felt like every time you walk in the door, we have something at the level you need to yeah, push you, you where you are? You can scale it to whatever you need to. Um, last night or two nights ago or whatever night it was, I had a tooth pulled a couple of days ago. Mm. So when I was in doing the workout, like my wife, Lauren, she got super, had a good super workout. Mm. I just kind of took it easy because yeah. I didn't want that blood clot to pop out. And my mouth started bleeding everywhere. So yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you were you were doing something though, which like right. I think that's huge. Is like you're going. I would always tell them, no matter how fast you go, you're going faster than the person right. at home. So, like, come in. Yeah, like, you're not on the yeah. couch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's one of the things we wanted to do with this Spark program is to tell stories to people who who may be somewhere else who are trying to consider CrossFit or something to change their life, and to not let this be a reason why they don't do it. Because well, I've seen the CrossFit games. I can't do that stuff. So CrossFit's not for me. That's my parents. Yeah, they're kind of like, well, you know, I can't do a pull up. I'm like, welcome to the club, mom. Right. Or just that they're 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 afraid. I mean, they're scared to come into a CrossFit gym like that, especially like starting from square one or not, not yeah, doing a lot I, of fitness. I was. I sent you guys yeah. an email before I ever came in because yeah. I couldn't figure out what to do once you come in the door. Yeah. We got bathrooms if you got the nervous you know nervous belly to go in the bathroom it's good i i can't tell you and tim how much i admire you and your wife for just coming into something like that like that's huge like like recognizing the vulnerability that you're having to come in to try something new you have no knowledge like you're coming in pretty much to a new thing and and super open and super like super like just adamant about changing your life which a lot of people like even fit people need that Fit people need to know that you can try something new and do something that makes you afraid. And and to be honest, like um, I'll be super transparent. Like I went to church with Michael two weeks ago, and I was faced with that same type of fear and like kind of like scared. I, I was like, Megan told me like, Hey, I told the grades that I was going to go to church with them. 
you, I don't. And you're like, you did what? Yeah. I said, I said, wow. I like, I don't think I'm going to go. Cause right. I mean, I haven't been to church in a long time, but like, and that, you, just, you just don't know the procedure. Exactly. I don't know how just it's like, gonna, I don't know if I walk in and see a desk. You it, don't know if you walk in and somebody's trying to take your money immediately. But that same fear can control you. So instead of letting that fear tell me like, Hey, I'm you, Megan, you just go to church. I'm going to stay at home. I kind of recognize it and like, Hey, like, do it anyways. Like go and walk in the door anyways. Like I kind of went through that same battle and it's like, if I'm going to preach to Tim to, or anyone to come into a CrossFit gym or anything like that, I need to put myself in the, uh, the ring too, in different, different ways of life. There you go. So it's the same thing that he's battling that we all can battle in some realm of life. So, well, and in my life too, if I'm being honest, December and so far in January has not been a good month for me. 2019, I just didn't work out as well as I should. I didn't have the motivation. And, you know, seeing you come in has kind of sparked that in me again. And I was ready to start rolling in 2020, but my whole wife, my whole family and my wife, everybody got the flu and just, we're all sick. <laughs> yeah. But see, even what you're doing is motiv- motivating to me and I've been in it. He's mm. been in it right. for a long time and you're motivating him in an area that's not even CrossFit. And right. that's why we want to tell your story because there's mm. other people out there who are in your same position or maybe you're dealing with something outside of health, like going to church mm. or something else right. that they need to, to know that they can step out and, and try something new. That's the other thing about CrossFit that interested me was that it's not just working out. There's um, nutrition advice included in it. You do the Wellness Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, you're starting the Cultivating Change class. Dang, I didn't um, even pay him to say that. Nice. <laughs> just all Free that kind of stuff. Take 10 bucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that's probably our biggest thing is mm-hmm. like diet's 80% of it anyway. Mm-hmm. And we got four kids. We just like to shove cereal in front of their faces and mm-hmm. us grab a hot dog instead of actually making something. Or is that having something, something you planned. struggle with, this food? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, it's, and a lot of it is just... Um, I mean, yeah, some of it is I like food. But <laughs> well, we all like food. <laughs> but some of it is just uh, yeah. the schedule of having mm-hmm. four kids and trying to run around. It's a lot easier to stop in, in and out sometimes than yeah. it is to I make mean, something. Even your job, like, I mean, yeah. the, the, you're on strict time time constraints and, like, time is super, super right. important. So with kids. And you and can that, only pack so much with you. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm interested to, like, see how I can intervene and, like, maybe throw some light on that and how I can help you as much as possible because – that's tough. Like it is, like I said, the most thing that we in like as a nutrition person, like once a uh, nutrition coach is that people want to make change. People want to eat healthy, but they don't have the time like that, that having time thing is really, and it's a non-negotiable, like they don't make the time. Right. True. It's, it's all about making the time to yeah. be honest. Like everyone has the same amount of time. We don't necessarily have a time to go to the gym mm. for an hour either, but yeah. we figure out how to do yeah, that. Yeah. You got to do it. It's, it's tough, but there's certain ways you can be a little bit more strategic with your time that I'm excited to kind of help you with. Yeah. So Tim, the first week or two, I always, I always assume that when people are starting CrossFit, they're going to be really sore in those first couple of weeks. And that's kind of the hurdle I want people to get through is um, the soreness and kind of embrace it as a, a badge of, hey, look, I went out and did something to earn this soreness. What was it like the first, you know, first week or two as far as being sore? Can you tell a story about how it was hard to get out of bed or something like that? <laughs> it was a little <laughs> weird um, the first because the first week I did three days mm-hmm. and then boom, it was Christmas and New Year's. Right. So I only did two days those weeks. Um and I still was kind of taking it a little bit easy in the beginning. So That's a smart way. We've been was, doing it right. I was sore, but I wasn't necessarily dead sore. My wife was a little more sore when she started. She started the day after I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what I sent you the text message about that she said, but something funny about being sore. Yeah. And uh, 
But so yeah, so far I was taking it easy enough that it wasn't that big of a deal until we did that Imam with the push ups. Oh yeah, that got a little and gnarly. And my I was stupid and I decided to do five instead <laughs> of just doing two or three. Yeah. And I thought it'd be fine. And then the day after, okay. The second, second day, day after, oh my gosh, sore. all the way up and around, <laughs> I couldn't, I could barely lift my arms. See, and maybe it wasn't bad that you did five because you learned that soreness <laughs> is good. Yeah, that means you you did some work. Well, it, was, but it was also a kettleball thing, and yeah. he doesn't do like Kelly does and make me lose a little tiny fifteen pounder. Even I think mean, I don't You're even know. Get me in trouble, Tim. The one that I <laughs> the one that I used was purple. I know that. Oh, oh nice. he was getting after it. Well, yeah, Tim's I, a strong guy, man. I, I was with you when you did the uh, the white one. That was way too light for you, but you. You were learning the motions that's yeah. why she was trying to get that so you understand how i the- think i have like a two two to three week kind of like once someone comes two to three weeks maybe we've repeated a an exercise i give them the freedom if they can show me they can do it right, right. then i'll let you go heavier like you showed me you could do those right so i trust you to go a little bit heavier yeah um i love kettlebells yeah me too i, I don't think we use them what, enough. what's the difference between a normal one and a russian one so normal kettle American swing goes is high. all the way to the top. Okay. Russian swing to eye level. That's kind of here's, what I thought. Here's what I say. Like the Russian just up to your eyes. Americans go all the way to the moon, baby. They go all the way. Oh, <laughs> I like that. They say the moon landing was fake, by the way. That's going to come in a different episode. We'll talk about conspiracy <laughs> theories another time. That part of the politics show. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, probably should be. Um, Tim, what has, um, what has been... Or who have you met that you really enjoyed at the gym? Have you met any, like, have the people been nice to you? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, definitely. Um, the last two classes I've gone to, a dude named Hector, it seemed like he mm-hmm. came back Hector, recently. Yeah. It was weird because you didn't know him. I didn't know him. Everybody else knew him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been here for two years and didn't know the guy. It's uh, CeCe's husband, Hector, that's coming back. He was a okay. longtime member and is coming back. So okay. shout out to Hector. Uh, so, yeah, he was super helpful the last couple times mm-hmm. um, just coming over. Like, if I was still doing something after everybody else was done. Uh, just coming over and telling me to keep going. and oh, yeah. Or before one of the workouts, I was like, oh, man, this is like something. I'm mm-hmm. saying something negative. And he was like, oh, no, it won't be that bad, man. That's what it's about, man. Yeah. Um, and I know you've been coming to 630. I know you love Ernest. Ernest is a, yeah. a 630 stable. Oh, no. I, yeah. I don't know. Ernest is kind of a buster as far as <laughs> he's a little bit too negative. He's a negative Nancy sometimes. I'm negative sometimes. But last <laughs> night, that guy was oh, really want to play the CrossFit bingo. <laughs> That's his. That's his shtick, though, right? Yeah, he is. He, that's, I love that guy. Um, but he's a he's a good guy, man. He just tries to play difficult sometimes. Uh, he's been one of my favorites. Six thirty, but that six thirty group is. They've been to my house. Like you'll get if you're at six thirty, you'll get an invite to Friendsgiving this next year. So it's a pretty exclusive group. Sorry, other classes you don't get to come to my house. <laughs> I know, man. Yeah, well, I podcast with you just about every week, and I don't come to your house. <laughs> well, I so. came to your house on Christmas Day. That's true, you did. I did. That's man. the other tricky thing with my job is like right now I'm on a thing where I don't know where I'm going until every single night they text me and tell me where I'm going, what time to be Oof. there, blah blah. So it's nice that the gym has a bunch of different classes mm. for like. A couple of weeks, I was doing like a swing shift, so we went to Kelly's class, mm. and then when I'm doing nights, I can, I can. So either. you can do pretty much one trip in one day and make it by by six thirty, like wherever you go. Oh no, so I'm I'm mostly nights. Oh, our right. I, I'd say ninety five percent of our runs are nights. So you go after you leave the gym? Yeah. So, oh wow, I didn't know that. So, like, so that's his AM, like he's getting yeah. up in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So like last night we went, yeah. you know, the six thirty class. I went directly home, straight to work, drove wow. to Holbrook, Arizona, and back, and then oh. I got into our yard at 5 45 in the morning wow and then i went and slept for a couple hours and came over here just yeah. so we could be on the podcast that's amazing 
I didn't know that you worked through the nights. So yeah, uh, Peter was Peter didn't seem too happy about that when I went through my walkthrough. Night with him. shift, night shift is is kind of tied to a lot of like bad health risks. Yeah, but, but we, I mean, like I said, let's control the controllables. We got to work right. to live. Um, has anyone? Um, has anyone? Well, let's, well, let's not put that. Let's cut that. I was gonna say, has anyone been mean to you? But I hope not. Um, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly has definitely been mean <laughs> yes. to him. Uh, do you? Or what? Do, what are your goals? Like, what? What would you want to accomplish? Like, I mean, this seems like a ridiculous goal considering I can't run to the fire hydrant. But that one mile a day thing that my friend did really seemed awesome. Um, I like it. Or even just to run a five, uh, even to run one mile would be insane for me right so now like once so. you record this it's like we have this now so we have this on we'll, right. we'll turn this into a loop and just send it to you every once in a while that's right you yeah. set, set a goal hey. man set a plan by the end of the year to be able to do it or maybe even shorter who knows depending yeah. on how pretty much every time that we do something that i have to scale i'm like i'll turn to lauren and i'm like okay new goal <laughs> 50 burpees without stopping like, yeah well shit dude i'm still on that i'm still trying to do 50 burpees without getting tired man it's uh i'm usually at but 15. like those goals, like I think it's important um, to to have those. I mean, right. to have goals that almost kind of intimidate you a little bit. But and I think I told you when we first started, like if you just step on the scale and that be your your decider mm. as to whether or not you're doing things, like you'll see you're going to see some weight drop. But as right. you lift heavier and you you do more things, you're going to like getting out of the truck and being like, man, I didn't have to use my arms to you know, wedge myself out right. of it. Like little things like that is going to be huge for you. Like just, just jump rope in general. The first time I did jump rope at the gym, I was like tripping over it every single time. And I, I strung together like 15 the other night and I was like, holy smokes. Like, nice. Yeah. I, and let those little things be, uh, be what you, what you strive for. Not yeah. just whatever the number on the scale is. That's just, I'm not a big numbers guy. They have, they have a place, but other objective goals, like other, like, you know, things that are skills or things like that, that you can, you can uh, kind of learn and achieve. I think are pretty important. Luckily too. Playing, for playing now, with your kids on the floor is a huge one. Yep. Luckily for now, I'm heavier than my scale reads. So we're good. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, goal number one. <laughs> and if you think back to Hannah's episode, the way before she even walked in the gym, she did everything with diet. Mm. Right. Now, whether keto is going to be for you or not, that's to be seen, but like that's just a testament to how much diet matters in this equation. So what do you think? And what do you think the biggest food item that you eat that you need to like dive back on is like, what do you struggle with? What is like it, your go-to? It used to be soda probably, mm. but I mean, I have a Mountain Dew can on my arm, but that's awesome. <laughs> a tattoo of Mountain Dew yes. can? Yeah. With oh, angel man. wings. Um, I love me some Mountain yeah, Dew. Yeah. I, I had a friend in high school that was real crazy about all extreme sports and all that mm. kind of stuff. Can we make that into a fit aid? Mountain, yeah, right. We should get fit aid in here to, you know, just do a fundraiser and get that changed. Mountain Dew was all crazy into that kind of stuff back mm. then. So she died a couple years after high school. So I got that with the angel wings. Well, and, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But so you, you would say that you drink soda currently or like not, used to? So it was a used to because I really haven't drank much since, I mean, even before November probably. Mm. Um, otherwise, food stuff is just junk. Mm. Like just mac and cheese is like my favorite food. Which and, it's delicious, man. I'm, right, I'm going to tell but, you that. But it's not exactly good for you if you eat it all the time. Well, I, what I always try to tell people is that I love food too. I love pizza. I love cake. I love all those things. But I know that like the return on that isn't great for yeah, my like body. Yeah, like how are you going to feel afterwards? Mm -hmm. right. Is that I might feel great about it for two to three minutes, but like in two to three days, like I'm not going to feel so great about it. Right. Or my body's not going to feel great. Um, just trying not to, like that five minutes of like eating that food, like for me, it's just not worth it. And like we got so bad within the last year, especially with like our daughter's heart surgery and stuff, mm -hmm. where 
we wouldn't even go get the food anymore. Now yeah. all of a sudden we're door dashing things and yeah. paying eighty dollars for something that costs forty dollars wow. because we don't want to leave the house. And it's mm-hmm. like it just snowballs. So what do you think that what habit can you put into place or have you put into place that will like kind of make a big impact? That's what I'm hoping that cultivating change class. Oh yeah. <laughs> we keep he keeps kidding us. That's right, man. <laughs> Because, um, yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing. Like, yeah, we've gotten the gym rolling. We've got the, mm-hmm. the that kind of stuff. The biggest thing is going to be getting our diet under control. Mm, I'm excited to help you with that, seriously. And having your wife on board with you is going to be huge. Because yeah. it's so hard to try to control your diet when you're the only one doing it. Uh, my wife was always a great help for me whenever I did macros. Yeah, and, being on the same team and being on board together is, is huge. Yeah. I feel like the first thing when it comes to diet or food change for a lot of people is that they try to change too many things at one time. But like maybe our first goal is just to eat breakfast or to eat three times a day, like eat real food three times a day. Yeah. And I'll be snacking all in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just eat food. Just eat real food. Uh, other than that, I don't care what you eat. Just That's don't. what I've been trying to do the last week or so is not take snacks with me when I mm. go out in the truck. If I'm going to take something, just take one thing that I eat when I get there and then chew back. It's going to be very, very small changes that accumulate. Like, you're not going to change everything about your diet or about your health overnight. Right. That's and not sustainable. I don't think it's, you don't, you don't even really get to one quarter of the things that you change. And sometimes you got to do a little bit of a stop for a minute. Like I just had tooth pulled, so I can't eat anything mm. but like pudding and jello. And so sometimes for a week or so, you got to just deal with life. But. Yeah. Well, when you lose a tooth, that's a whole nother bag of worms. That's right. That's why I don't go to dentists. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. I don't trust them. I hadn't been. They're voodoo. I hadn't been for 15, 20 years before that. Wow. Yeah, me But that's probably why I had to pay the price. Yeah, you pay the price if you stay away that long. You're scaring me. I may schedule a dentist appointment after this. You know plenty of dentists. Come on. Do it? Yeah, I, I know. So. It, surgery, like mouth surgeries, but not It really was not that bad. I thought it was going to be terrible, and oh. it was. I was in and out in like, I don't know, less than an hour. Oh, that's wow. Cool. That's kind of scary at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. Well, we appreciate you joining us today. And we're going to follow up with you again probably at the end of end of next month. So you're, you're kind of one month in now. And we're going to yeah. kind of follow your progress. You're going to be kind of a recurring guest on our show. Every once in a while, we're just going to have you back on. Huh? So Sounds maybe good. like what I encourage you to do is maybe even keep like a like a notes in your phone or a journal or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so hey, I'm not uh, I really just like caught this. off guard when yeah. they ask me a question or like, about what I like. really like this, didn't like this. I don't know if I ever did answer what I liked. Yeah, well, he's still <laughs> thinking about what he likes so far. Yeah. But we're super excited, man. We're super excited to have you at Fury. We're super excited to have you here. I'm excited for you to take control of your life, which is super powerful. Yeah, so, and if you're listening to this and you either know someone who who is thinking about a change. I mean, it's 2020, it's still early in the year. Or even if you're someone who wants to make a change yourself, you know, bookmark this, share this episode with other people. Cause we think this is going to be something that's going to end yeah. up being a, a, an instant classic. 20, 2020 in, is in the 10. year of uh, vulnerability, being, putting yourself in positions that you're not necessarily comfortable with being okay with uh, something new. I think that's important. I like that. And I remember it's also that, the year of Tim. Boom. I yeah. remember that I wanted to start before January. So mm-hmm. I wasn't coming in when it was a really busy class and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Whatever. If it's a busy class then there's less people paying attention to you, right? So. <laughs> no, that's not, but not a good thing. <laughs> you can hide in the crowd a little more. <laughs> that's right. Maybe a little bit Just more. Just start, start now. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Don't today. wait. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best day. Today. today. And if you're thinking about CrossFit, don't think you have to be in shape first. Anything. You can just start where you are, and that's really what the goal of this entire 
uh, Spark program is, is to show that CrossFit can be for anyone. So We're super excited, man. If I think I say super excited one more time, my head may explode. Yes. <laughs> All right, Tim, thank you, guys. We appreciate it.